You're listening to a DM podcast. A very inspiring and a very amazing story. I have something to tell you, Riley. Just keep doing what you're doing because you're already come, overcoming so many odds to, to achieve your goals and make a fulfilling life for yourself. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you all are doing well this week. Welcome to a new episode of Mr. A+. You all know how I have had a large number of guests, people of all kinds. Well, joining us today is someone I encountered at the Spectrum Spectacular Gala Ball in Coffs Harbour, which took place in the last weekend of April, which wasn't very long ago. Today's guest is a young man who uses a wheelchair after being born with the most severe form of cerebral palsy and uses an electronic device to communicate. Now, let's all welcome Riley Saban. Great to have you on the podcast, Riley. Tell us about your family. I come from a busy household, which consists of my parents, four kids of which I am the eldest, and my dog named Tiny. I think I'm Tiny's favorite person, because her usual spot is always on my lap. Luckily, we all get on and support each other in everything we do. My brother, Chase, has just left home for his first year of studying at university. Paige is in the middle. She is in high school and has a part-time job on the weekends. And then there is the youngest, Niall, who I was lucky enough to help choose her name. Just turned three souls keeping everyone on their toes. My parents are fantastic and are always there to support and offer guidance whenever we need it. I am fortunate to have a great family. It was great to meet you at the Spectrum Spectacular Gala Ball a few weeks ago. Likewise, Michael. I liked your suit and I thought the ladies liked it too. You told me that you have cerebral palsy. Can you tell us some of the ways that it has impacted your life? both positively and negatively? I can only talk for myself. I cannot speak on behalf of everybody with cerebral palsy. As I'm sure you are aware, we all are very different. I actually like that I have cerebral palsy. It has always been a part of me and I think it has sculpted the best aspects of me. The worst part is the pain that I endure that comes with my type of disability. I rarely talk about the pain because I do not like to acknowledge it. As I have conditioned my mind to generally overcome it so I can set goals, maintain a resilient mindset, and keep on working on my plans. Pain seems to ease when I keep my mind and body active. So I try not to think about it as much. I think I have a pretty robust kind of personality. Nothing seems to faze me too much. I find myself enjoying everything and always feeling happy the majority of the time. I have no reason not to be happy considering all the experiences I have had so far. I like what I do in my life, the people that are around me. I think I have it all pretty good, really. I have a really strong network of family, friends, and professionals. We are all really lucky in that we are all there for each other. My life is something I wouldn't alter in the slightest. 
Of course, I have physical limitations, and my environment has not always been accessible, but I don't really see it as frustrating. I see it as a challenge, one that I can change and improve for all. I don't need to change myself, I just need to change the barriers around me. I enjoy finding alternate pathways to access ways for myself and others. It just takes a little more time, planning and thinking outside the box approach, but there is always a way. That's definitely impressive and quite inspiring, I must admit. What have you done to make a fulfilling life for yourself in spite of your condition? Gosh, Michael, I don't know even where to start. So far it's been so amazing. I'm only 20 years old and I have travelled, been a speaker, completed my HSC, played sport, been on telly, got my L plates, but I'm yet to drive a car on the road. I have completed a Cert 4 in assistive technology. I am a co-founder in a business, and I have met some inspiring, famous and amazing people along the way. So in answer to the question, I feel thankful for CP. It has made me who I am. It has given me the opportunity to make changes. I see disability as not a condition or a set of challenges that we have to face, Michael. Instead, I view it as an extra layer that we have to think about so we can adapt to the environment. I don't see my disability affecting me. It has fulfilled my life. I feel that we're getting to a point in society where people don't view any disability as a negative aspect of people's lives. One of my, my most rewarding things I've done recently is that I am the co-founder of Polyspine. Polyspine was born out of my personal experiences and challenges that I faced when it came to participating in various activities. I feel very fortunate to have the life I live. That's quite a story. Well done. Why do you believe it's important for you to be an advocate for people with cerebral palsy? Michael, I can only speak for myself and not every person who has a physical disability. I use an argumentative communication device to communicate and I use my eyes like others use their fingers to type. This is why I have a synthesized voice. I think the key is to be open and communicative. It is important for people to actively listen to the needs of everyone and collaborate on finding effective solutions to all barriers everyone faces. I think the most important thing is that we embrace all differences and listen to the needs of all people. We could all work together to understand what everyone needs to improve the lives for everyone in our society. Treat everyone the way you expect people to treat you. Yes, that's definitely true. No question. I think we all need to apply that to everybody, whether everyone has a disability or not. I I believe that if we all treat each other with with a great deal of respect and kindness, we can get quite quite far in life. As I've been taught this before many times in life, we're all different, but that's actually a positive thing because we're all meant to be unique. If we're meant all meant to be the same in terms of 
you know, uniformity, life would just be a boring mess. I also have need to ask you this, Riley. What is your greatest goal in life? Well, Michael, at this present moment, I will continue to work in the business of polyspine and speak at events about different topics, which I enjoy doing. I have so many goals that I strive to achieve, from personal aspirations to professional ambitions. I can't help but feel that there is yet another important conversation I need to have with you as I near closer to completing my goals. That's really impressive. All I can say is I wish you the best of luck and keep overcoming, overcoming any odds you encounter to achieve your goal. Just keep going for it. You got this. You were featured in an Australian documentary called Becoming Superhuman, and it's about technology helping people with a disability. Here's a snippet from it. While Riley's sitting in the passenger seat, his headband will be sending wirelessly signals to this through Bluetooth. This is plugged in and hardwired directly to the controller in here that's controlling the motors of the buggy. The team lays out a track on our local soccer field. Now, we've only got it for one day because the soccer team needs it back for practice this afternoon. The track twists and turns and Riley's task today is to drive through it, from one end to the other. Riley. See ya. How are you going? Good. Riley, how are you doing? Yeah. Say hi, everyone. Hi, Riley. You know how you said you wanted to drive a car? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, it might not be a car, but I think it's a little bit better. What do you reckon? Yeah? You want to give that a go? <laughs> Check it out. Oh, buddy! Oh my god! You drove a car, oh my god. Oh, we got there. Can you tell us a bit about the documentary? In 2015, I was honoured to participate in the documentary series, Becoming Superhuman, alongside Dr. Jordan Nguyen and his team. The unique aspect of this project was my role. I was instrumental in conceptualising the concept, even though I didn't contribute directly to the technical execution. Together, we conceptualised a groundbreaking idea, a brain-controlled buggy. <laughs> I contributed my perspective and ideas, helping to shape the concept and design of a vehicle that could be controlled by me. This revolutionary project was an opportunity to provide me with an experience most of my peers had not ever encountered before, as I was only 13 at the time. The freedom of driving a car. It was a euphoric feeling. The thrill of controlling the buggy and home devices using my brainwave activity was indescribable. It was a testament to the power of collaboration, determination, and the potential of technology to transform people's lives. 
Becoming Superhuman received numerous international awards. The recognition was not just for the documentary or technology, but for the concept that technology can empower and create a more inclusive society. That is quite a very inspiring and a very amazing story. I have something to tell you, Riley. Just keep doing what you're doing because you're already come overcoming so many odds to to achieve your goals and make a fulfilling life for yourself. Just keep it up. Keep up the great work, mate. Well, Riley, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been a pleasure having you on today's episode. And keep being the superhuman you already are. Have a wonderful day. And if anybody wants wants to see the documentary Becoming Superhuman, we'll be sure to add a link in the show notes. Thank you very much, everyone, for tuning in today's episode. Hope you all have a wonderful week. And in the meantime, have a wonderful day, everyone. Mm-hmm.